Hello everybody, this is Amir Hardouf and... And Alma Hardouf is wonderful, extremely beautiful daughter. My extremely beautiful daughter is with me and uh, this is Riddle Me Business. It's the podcast for answering your business questions and riddles. Me and my dad have always had this little tradition where I ask him business riddles from his experience as being a business consultant and helping businesses. And yeah, and we thought we'd bring you into our conversation and bring it to life. Yes. So today we have a very exciting episode. We'll be starting with that someone is consulting artists on how to sell their art, but they mostly pay them via government grant, which are like low amounts. And it's asking how to raise prices. Second question we'll have is... From a numerology expert... Uh, who was trying to get uh, coaches and therapists as clients but continue to just get the general public who are interested in numerology. So how do we get the right clients in the door? The third one. Um, a new deli is selling food prepared in a central kitchen which is then delivered to the deli. And they're asking how to get more customers uh, coming in uh, and trying to sell more. And last, we have a coach. Uh, who's a life coach selling at a hundred pounds an hour, which is just uh, just over a hundred dollars an hour. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, he's fully booked. Uh, doesn't want to raise prices, but still wants to make more money. So very interesting questions. So very, very fun. Stay tuned. And if you have any questions, contact Amir Hardouf via email, amirhardouf uh, It's actually hardouf gmail.com. Hardouf gmail.com. H-A-R-D-O-O-F at gmail.com. It's in the link. It's in the link. Okay. In the show notes? Com, 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 com. <laughs> right. Um, uh, or via Facebook, just search up Amir Hardouf. And great, let's get this show on the road. Yeah, I think the the best way to reach me is really via email, hardoof, H-A-R-D-O-O-F, at gmail.com. And soon we'll have our website up and um, people will go over there and leave us questions. And actually, as Alma was saying, we had this little game where I was asking her uh, business riddles. And now, since I've run out of my own riddles, I'm just looking at questions we're getting from uh, our clients, our customers, and uh, let's begin, Alma, shall we? Okay, let's. First question. First question. So, um, this comes from a consultant to artists. And she's teaching artists how to sell their art and how to uh, bring more income in uh, to their lives and how to be successful as artists. However, most artists are broke and they rely That's on... That's funny to put it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And they rely on government grants which actually pay for them to get consulting from her. And uh, they pay just a small amount and the government um, just uh, brings in the rest. But still, for her, uh, these are low amounts for her. And she wants to raise prices and get just uh, more income from these artists who are used to paying low amounts. So what can she do? Alma, what's your, uh, what's your rookie uh, opinion? Well, to raise prices, usually what people do is af- like they, as they bring in new customers, they raise the prices for them. But in this scenario, it can be like a bit more difficult if there's nowhere to raise the prices from. So maybe instead of maybe focus on the better audience, if you're trying to look at artists who are selling their art, maybe consult into looking at people who maybe they're not the per- people who are going to be like selling it kind of sort of. Like maybe not, maybe focus on like a different market of people. 
maybe instead of adults who are selling the art, maybe younger people who still can do wonderful art and get uh, like their parents to pick or other resources. Because from this scenario, you can't really raise the prices on them sl uh, like slowly, but you kind of sort of, what's it called? You have to maybe find a different crowd some people who are better way to approach because there's plenty of uh, really talented artists who may be a bit younger or don't have like an art degree or something but are so wonderful or like selling on etsy and stuff like that and if you're skilled and are worth the money i'm sure if it like to make it work okay dad okay so uh you're raising a very good point alma which is find a different audience and yes. uh, i think uh a very important business concept to understand is that you can have the same product or the same service, exactly the same, and if you, if you sell it to different people, you can, uh, you can get different prices. And uh, one thing to understand is uh, that really the price that you charge isn't related at all to how much someone is willing to pay. It's related to how much it's really worth for someone. So if uh, if an artist could potentially increase their like their opportunities and like make it change their whole world, it would be better to look into a different customers maybe. Yes. So uh, if the if the artists can uh, can get their art to be much more successful and obviously they get a lot of value and therefore consulting to them has high value. But initially if we want some to, someone to come into this, then it makes a lot of sense what you're suggesting, which is to decide that you're going after just a different audience to start with and, and make life easier for you. It doesn't have to be like um, people who are younger, like A-level students, um, uh, but it's still a good opportunity because then parents would be able to pay because there's a big difference between kid money and adult money. So if yes. you just got out of college, there's going to be a big difference between that and a person who's 50 years old who probably has their life together a bit more. Yeah, so in fact, what she can do is go after parents and tell them, well, you might, might have a very talented child or teenager or even a young adult. Assuming they do. Assuming they do. <laughs> well... We don't need to assume they do. They have to think they do. <laughs> their, child may be, their child may be very untalented. Your child's so special. <laughs> yeah. But, They're uh, special people, right? Yeah. Yes, um, they're the apple of their eye. and uh, No, but this isn't coming from like a rip-off sense of view. But if they're people who truly are talented and their parents believe in them, I think it's a great market audience to look into. Yes, that's a very good idea. It's a very, very good or idea. people are like pursuing art as like a hobby sort of and want to maybe enlarge in their horizons. Yeah, and I think and I think parents, you mentioned parents, parents sometimes are very, very willing to pay to get their uh, uh, children or teenagers or young adult children um, advancing in life and uh, they, they might find it much easier to pay than those struggling artists. Yeah, and you can't forget about like maybe older people who are like taking it as a, uh, up as a hobby, people who may be retired or stuff like that. Yeah. You don't have to focus on people where it's their, it's like their whole life, this is their source of income, but maybe try to look into different audiences like we've gave you examples of. 
Yes. Okay. That's that's very good, and I think you raised a very valid point. And I think for everyone who is listening to us, you can ask yourself, what other audience than my current one can I offer the same product or service? And then when we start asking that question, we get we get our mind open to new opportunities. Now let me give you my approach, a different approach. Okay. Go on. My approach is. Let's ask the question, how do we convince the current crowd who are used to paying uh, low fees to pay the higher fees? And I have a couple of points to say about that. One is we have to agree with ourselves to let go of those who are not willing to pay. Fair enough. So if... uh, can I just it, stop you on there? Yeah. This is a very common thing I see you do, and you've taught, I know people who you've taught, and you've said this to me multiple times, to choose your audience, to choose your customers. It's not that they choose you, you choose them. It's kind of that way I see it in you. You kind of like get your business flowing around that mm-hmm. to make sure that it's a comfortable space for you. And like, yeah. Yes. Just adding a mental note there. Yes, good mental note. And... What I would say is is that um, you know when you um, when you agree to to release those uh, those customers who you don't want, then you make space for those who you do want. And maybe we pass judgment, and I said you know artists are broke. That's that's passing judgment. Some yes. are broke. But some are not. You can some say are... that for literally anything, though. That's true. So you just have to find your people, basically. So we have kind of like a similar idea, but kind of different views on it. Yes, but I wanted to add something, Alma. What I'm adding is this. Some of those um, potentially struggling artists, they are able to pay. But given the opportunity that the government funds their uh, few hours uh, with uh, with uh, uh, that consultant, Okay, then they're going to take the easy way and they're going to say, okay, I want the, the cheap uh, option. Now, you just have to set your prices and stick to them. Because if you're that good, like I'm assuming you say, I'm sure people are going to come for you like sooner or later. It's just a matter of advertising and finding your crowd. Yeah, and, when he, and even when people are referred and they say to her, well, I hear uh, I can work with you for a very low amount because uh, it's government uh, funded. She can say, well, you can, you know, we're going to spend a few hours together at that price. But just so you know, these few hours is just the beginning. After that, um, we'll have to continue at my normal price. And my normal price is... Is that legal? Yes, it's legal. Oh, it's a special, special thing. Yes, <laughs> it's very legal to say, okay, this is what I can offer you with a subsidized price. And afterwards, we're going to switch to the main price. So she can say to whoever is coming, look, if you want to start working with me, just be prepared. Your total investment is going to be, it's going to start low, but just be prepared. Your total investment is going to be, and then she would talk about the overall investment. And then... If someone says, well, I, I, I would want to understand more or I want to uh, consider it, then she would go ahead and ask the question, tell me about your art and what you want to get out of it. How much, uh, for how much money do you want to sell your art? How much money are you, uh, uh, do you want to, um, uh, to have as your uh, income in the future? And most people will say a very high amount. 
they will uh, mention that they want to make good money. So if they believe she can get them to make good money, they would be willing to pay good money to begin with. They just need to be prepared and they need to understand where they're going. And she can tell them, this I tell my clients as well, look, it makes sense to work with me only if you have high goals. Because otherwise, your investment is not the right thing. It's not the right investment. Because working with me, even though if we start with a subsidized price, afterwards it's going to cost you more. And it makes sense only if your goals are very high. And when you say that to someone, usually they would say, well, of course, yes, my goals are high. So get prepared. It's going to cost you more than you thought in the beginning. Think it over. You don't have to say yes. but You don't have to say yes. But if you say yes, this is what we're getting into. And what will happen is that some will say yes. And those few who say yes are the best customers for her, even from the existing audience. So do you want to add anything to that or should we move on to our second riddle? I think that pretty sums it up. Pretty much sums it up. Okay. Okay. um, Yeah. Let's go on to the second riddle. I'll just uh, say that um, we invite you to send send us your own business riddles, your own uh, business questions. You can just email me, hardoof, H-A-R-D-O-O-F, at gmail.com. multiple times, and it's going to be written down in the description below. Yes, we'll add that to the description. Uh, I think Alma, it's worth repeating. I think it's worth repeating. Good spelling. <laughs> spelling bee, top champ. Okay. Okay, next question. Next question. Alma, listen to this question. I had a numerology expert ask me this question. Um, she, she is an expert in numerology, which is figuring out your future and what to do with your life and other uh, life-related issues based on numbers, on the date you were born, on uh, how your name is spelled, and so on. That's awesome. I love that. Okay. That's called numerology. And she had this amazing idea, and she said, I want to invite... Um, coaches and therapists and people who work with other people who try to help other people, invite them to learn numerology so that they can have another tool in their tool belt or toolbox or wherever you keep your tools. And um, tool cookie box. the tool cookie box. Cookie box. Like <laughs> and cookies. then you'll have a, another cookie you could, uh, you could offer. Strange metaphor, but okay. Let's yes. Roll with it. Let's roll with that metaphor. So she has this very yummy cookie, which is the numerology. Okay, and numerology, changing the metaphor. Go changing on. metaphor back to tools. So she thought she would invite um, experts, um, uh, uh, therapists, coaches, and so on, and, and tell them, look, uh, you can uh, you can study numerology, and um, and you'll have uh, another tool that could make um, life much better for your. Uh, your patients and clients. Uh, what she found, and she offered this course. Okay. And the course was um, was numerology for therapists. But what she found out was that the therapists didn't want to do the course. All the people who joined the course were just people interested in numerology. Ew, people. Ew. Ew. <laughs> we don't want these people. We don't. Down with people. Okay. So what should she do? to attract the therapists, the uh, coaches, people who she wants to attract who are not coming. She says, my course is numerology for therapists, 
But someone hears, oh, it's numerology, I want to study numerology. Don't care if I'm a therapist or not. So what can be done? What do you think, Alma? What do you think, Rookie? Okay, that's from word. Okay, basically. And if not many therapists shows up, it's making me question how far did she spread it to? Did she spread it to wide groups? Where did she contact them? Did she uh, reach out to people specifically and think, hey, I think you would be good for this? Or did she just like post it on a billboard and hope that some people show up? Because these are very important uh, things, how you get the word out. And maybe if she sees that there is such a big interest for people who just want to learn numerology, she should consider that. But if she wants to find a therapist and life coaches, her specific audience, like we mentioned before, maybe she could like try to show the advantages. Because I'm imagining, if I'm the therapist spot, for example, um, why would you want to spend more money if something's already working for me? If someone doesn't over missing something, why would this put uh, put uh, anyone over the edge? So like you really have to list the, I'm not sure if it's cons or pros, I'm confused with those, but you have to list uh, why, how it's gonna help. Benefits, What's, it's called the benefits. You have to list the benefits. Why should you choose this? For example, if I'm making good money and why do I, should I change something if it means like taking a risk? So can you give her some ideas? What, 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 suppose you are a therapist and I'm selling you my numerology course. What can I tell you that you would say, well, I haven't thought of that. Well, um, first of all, it, the more things you have, it adds a lot more to people who act, who like, bleh. Okay, the more things you have, the more attractive you'd seem to people. Because mm-hmm. like, if you said, well, I can do this, like I can do one plus one, that'd be great. But if you can do one time, one times one as well. So let me translate. Let me translate. If you say... The more knowledge you have, the more attractive you seem to people and the more they'd want to contact you. Okay, so let me translate. Um, you as a therapist, you would be able to... Again, I'm a 12-year-old, but go on. Yes, you as a 12-year-old therapist, <laughs> you could say... Um, you, you could say, I specialize in therapy and also... Uh, I use numerology and then people who are interested in that and and (laughs) I think uh, that's a good thing would want to come to you because they know you you possess this extra ability yes exactly people who think that would be attracted to to them and think that could really have a change on them okay what else and also you should definitely add a course just talking about uh, uh, numerology looking at the spelling right there just because how well um if you see you have such a big audience for that i think you should also roll with that as well i get it that you're trying to reach people but... wait but I'm, I'm still in you in in the previous idea that you suggested again i need to tell you why you need numerology I'm as not a saying, therapist i'm not saying quit that i'm saying if you see something's working, add that as well use that as an opportunity yes but but wait wait you you suggested to explain why it's good to add numerology. Yeah. Let's find more explanations. Why does it make sense for a therapist to learn numerology? Well, makes you more makes you more attractive. What else? For them. Hmm, let's think. Do you have any ideas? Yes. Okay, and we do <laughs> the hand single. Yeah, go on. Okay, so um, maybe it helps you solve your patient's problems more quickly. Good 
idea, yeah. Maybe it helps you uh, communicate better with your patients. Maybe... Maybe seem more relatable, more approachable if you know more things, if you seem like more down-to-earth sort of. Yes, maybe. Maybe you can find out stuff about them even before they enter your, um, your clinic because you have your, their date of birth and their name and you can find out that's numerology. That's it. You can Time find... a bit special. Yes, well, so... Some... No, that's... No, I'm saying numerology is uh, great. I think my friend's trying to do that. No, but uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I, fi- I just find it some funny. Yeah, you could know when they're born. That's incredible. No, I'm kidding though. <laughs> but that's okay. You don't need to believe that. No, I'm not to saying suggest it. No, I agree. No, but no, I just found it funny how you like saying it with your eyes. You're like, yeah, it's great when you know uh, where someone lives, born, their email address, their bank address, where they live, their security code number. Mm-hmm, yes, she should ask him. Okay, what's your? I need your credit card security code. It's for numerology. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, okay, so so these are some ideas. Well, was a suggestion. Okay, and then and then Alma, you're saying also that she could do okay with people who are not therapists. And yeah, I'm saying that as well because if she's saying people are coming, people are showing up, is that not? her end goal here because like I know her end end goal is having therapists and coaches there but the other end goal is to make money to have people come to have people listen to you to spread numerology to numerology expert will probably want to talk about the thing that they're like that they're so like invested in Mm -hmm. so if you find your crowd doesn't have you can add another crowd but if someone's working for you I think keep rolling with it would be a good idea how okay. about the expert opinion now? Okay, so the expert opinion. I'll add some more thoughts. Well, one thought, and I had a conversation with this uh, uh, numerology expert, and I told her this. Why don't you call your course not numerology for therapists or numerology for coaches? Numerology for dummies. But... Numerology for self-help books. For, yeah, numerology for dummies. <laughs> like yeah. those self-help books. They like always sell out. No, wait, every time we have a book fair in school, sold out. Dummies? The dummies books? Yeah. Okay, numerology yeah. for... I'm sure there is a numerology for dummies books. Yeah, I'm sure there is. Okay, mm-hmm. go on. Go off, yeah. Okay. Maybe should, she should write the book numerology for dummy therapists. No, no, <laughs> don't go there. So, okay. um, so that would really sell well. I said, why don't you change the approach and call your color something different? which is become a numerologist rather than numerology for... Is that legal to give someone a degree if you don't... Doesn't need to be a degree. Become a numerologist. Okay. Certified, certified numerologist. That's different. Okay. Certified numerologist. I can decide that I am certifying other numerologists. Now, it depends on the country. Can you do that? It depends on the country. It depends on, on the legal... Uh, the laws in any particular country. Laws are a suggestion. Yes. So. Uh, Why are you laughing? I'm serious. Yeah. So this uh, some in some places the suggested the suggested law is that it's allowed to give out certificates. All of that. That means like um someone who like just graduated med- medical school uh, like school. If I put a bandage, could they give me a degree? 
Yeah, but not as a medical. <gasps> oh doctor. my god, that's awesome! I can become a doctor if I find if I right fly fly to another country, bribe someone enough like two quid, right? Yes. Bribe some bribe a doctor two quid. I'm sure they'll give you a de- me a degree. I'll show them my, my epic bandy band age skills. Yes. I'm Boom! A, I'm the first twelve year old doctor. Let me let me save you two pounds, okay? <laughs> two quid. Let me save you two quid. <laughs> I certify you as a doctor. Oh my god. So <laughs> now Alma, you're a certified doctor, Lovely. and um, and and also you can be a certified numerologist. So my suggestion was I could be like a brain surgeon. Yes. Oh my God, I'm gonna be a brain surgeon. Look, I printed this <laughs> off the internet. I have an awesome knife with me here. So, um, but the point is, many cool. many people besides doctors and lawyers, many people can certify others and the law allows it in yeah, many well, I cases like my, i don't want my of course our podcast is not any legal recommendation and you, and you should you should seek legal advice no don't <laughs> but <laughs> listen to the 12 year old here yeah listen to alma the 12 year old um but uh, and you can play the recording alma said that it's okay to certify others as doctors cut it on tape you have it on tape so Uh, but the idea is if you present uh, your training as become a numerologist rather than numerology for therapists, then people will be, hear this different thing. How will thing. this get like, to her main goal? Do you think that's going to be more attractive to therapists or is that going to get more people she doesn't, that aren't her target crowd there? I think it'll get her, her target crowd plus people who really want to make this their own profession numerology and uh, and that's fine and that's fine because they are still um, working with others it's still giving someone the skill so that they can work with others as she as she uh, wants to so I'm that's really a, sad about becoming a brain surgeon okay okay <laughs> so just like okay no <laughs> no okay yeah um so that's another that's another option and the the the, the main The, the, the big takeaway from here for anyone who's thinking about their own business is can I say the same thing in different words because people yeah. hear differently different words so you can say uh, numerology for therapists or become a numerologist is, you could like is Mickey Mouse evil or 10 top 10 re- uh, reasons why Mickey Mouse is evil See? Exactly. Boom. Marketing. Genius vibes. All the people are sold. Buying your books. Oh my god, you're a bestseller offer. Oh my god, I didn't expect this. <laughs> Alma? Yeah? Cool it. I think oh. we're off to third riddle for today. Okay, yeah. There's this healthy deli. New deli. Lovely jubbly. Um, pretty successful. And they sell um, food that's prepared in a central kitchen. What's a central kitchen? That means that the food is not prepared... Uh, on the premises like our school of the cafeteria. Oh, well, that sounds fancy. What is that? What was that? I don't know. It sounded fancy. I don't know. What was that? That's calm. It sounded fancy. What was that? What I don't know, was that but it sound? sounded so fancy. All right. Okay. okay let's continue. Moving off. Yeah. Um, so, so it's like not prepared. They're kind of like school lunches. Because like if you see more than there. No, it's very, it's very, um, no, it's very high quality food. It's prepared. Like our school lunches. No, not uh, not like the school lunches, and it's <laughs> prepared. Move. <laughs> it's prepared elsewhere, 
and it's said delivered to the deli and it's sold how, over there. How's like how does like the how can like mashed potato have mold in it that the fish move at the same time? It's quite special. Mm-hmm, yeah, <laughs> that's a different deli, Alma. That's your school deli. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so let's now talk about the healthy deli. Okay. Now their questions the question was very simple. How do they get more customers coming into the deli, and how can they make more money? Marketing, marketing, marketing. You gotta spend money to kind of like make money. So they should invest like their ways into like ads, posters, literally anything to get the people coming in. Because again, maybe- what, what would you think would be most cost effective for them? Meaning spend less and get more. What? What's spend less to get more? You say spend on advertising. What's, a, what's an idea that you can give them for them to spend less on advertising and get more results? Or spend the same on advertising and get more results? What would be good advertising for them? Do good you advertising. Think? You know, like we get like those junk mails for like pizza and stuff. Mm-hmm. Do that because, like, I'm pretty sure if you saw, oh yeah, um, that like this new healthy store opened across the street from you, you'd be like, yeah, sure, why not? I'll just pop in, or like build it up, build it up. Like, try to if this is like a local place, you have to like kind of build it up. We're opening in ten days, grand finale. And they should have a yogurt bar because everybody loves yogurt. <laughs> okay. That's real, uh, relevant. No, right. They should just uh, do as much marketing as possible. Like sending, not banners, but like sending those little pamphlets in the mail. Ta- maybe talking to people, giving out free samples. Literally anything to get people coming. Mm, free samples is a good idea. I love free samples. They're quite happy. They make me happy. Because it's not too much to get you full, but it's just like... Oh my God, the taste, it's incredible. It's incredible. Okay, so we have already a number of like, ideas. I feel like this is not good how I'm getting less shy the more I talk. I don't think, think this is very good. Yeah, I think it's great. I think it's great. I think our audience loves you I'm talking. Lovely. Okay, they're here not for the business riddles, not for the business advice. They're here for, for my you. yogurt bar. For your yogurt bar. For my yogurt bar. And okay. your mold in, uh, what was it, potatoes? What was it? Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll cool it, I'll cool it. No, don't cool it. Um, okay, so we have already a bunch of good ideas. Great ideas, um, fantastic ideas. Yes, I'll add to that. Okay. Are you done, Rookie? Yes. Thank you. Uh, okay. <laughs> Stay quiet. So here is here is my take on on what you said and some additional thoughts. First of all, the flyer idea is a, is good, That's especially if it's a, a, a save spe- the turtles, y'all. <laughs> Say it's turtles. No. And chicken, then uh, chicken turtles. No, turtles are good. Okay, yeah, go on. They're not selling turtles. Okay, good. And not turtle soup either. Turtles are cute. Okay, go on. Okay, but what can be done in addition is they can add coupon codes. Coupon codes. Coupon codes are a very good incentive for yeah, people. People still spend money. People sp- still spend money, but they have a reason to come because they people love saving money. The other idea is to rather than hand out flyers or put flower uh, flyers in the mail send out real mail it costs more i meant like real mail like with paper yes but you meant flyers that are you know someone comes in and no. puts all the same flyers in the mailbox that's flyers that's called that, that's what's called flyers okay. direct mail is something different it means they get an envelope 
or a postcard with their name on it, oh. with a stamp. How'd you get someone's name? Well, there there are... Because that feels a bit stalkerish. Because I would be a boo no, if like, someone from Sainsbury's is just, like, turning out, like, watching our house, waiting until someone mentions our names. Then the Tesco delivery guys, Aza, we got it! Okay, so let me tell you something. There are companies selling people's names and addresses. Oh, yeah, I know that. And that's legal, completely legal. Okay, mailing. That's a bit sketchy. No, it's not sketchy at all. And and uh, today. Oh, if I start telling everyone my name's Engelberta, will messages start to be delivered to Engelberta? Yes. Oh my God! Awesome. Can we please do that? Listen, the, the, your point is very is is very important actually. Uh, without you even having said the point, the point is that today people get less and less of this type of mail. This is why you might not think it even exists. But because of the internet and because of email, less and less people are getting letters with their name on it, which makes it more effective today. Because there Maybe are... we should like aim it for school children. Because that way, like, because school children, because like people my age get much more excited about a letter than you. You think it's like, yeah, you might. think it's like people who are like selling your information on the dark web. No, but we think we're special. We think, yeah. So, actually, I'm not sure that it's uh, that it's possible or easy to get the children's name because of privacy issues. Oh. But with adults, they can get the uh, the address. So it could be flyers. It could be regular letters. It could Thanks. be with a coupon. But let me let me give you a different, a completely different approach. Uh, there is a very famous business expert, marketing expert, his name is Jay Abraham. And he says there are three ways to grow a business. One is more customers, but there are two others. One is new customers. The, the others, one is sell more to the same customers. And the third one is sell more frequently to the same customers. So what else they can do, which is easier than getting new customers, is every time someone comes in, they offer another product. They offer some flavor of the month. They offer something special and something they make special. they make it a point to always offer. And what happens when you always offer? Worst case scenario, they say no. But most but maybe then someone will say yes. No uh, yeah, exactly. Someone will buy. And this immediately, if they make sure to always offer something extra. Okay, McDonald's invented the, uh, the phrase, do you want fries with that? Do you want fries with that? Immediately increased McDonald's sales. Someone comes in for a burger and we ask, uh, ask them, do you want fries with You're that? You're like, we ask them, I'm McDonald's. Yeah. Okay, then they want fries with that. And the same goes for a healthy deli, it doesn't have to be fries. Second That's thing. That's true. Because like, you'd think you just want a burger, but then do you want fries with that? Oh my God, the whole McDonald's uh, experience just like, but you Yeah. Because like, for example, we do that at cafes as well when I'm going out with my friends. It's like, we're like, so do you want, right, just getting hot chocolate today. Do, do you want whipped cream with that? And I spend the extra 10p. Best 10p of my life. Yes, because Best you want 10p the- Best 10p of my life. Yes, because you want the extra cream. So- um, Best 10p. Yeah. Ever. Ever, ever. So, uh, and I'm this goes for... I'm getting too confident. I'm getting too confident. This isn't good. That's good. That's good. We're yeah. building... It. This whole podcast is for building your confidence, Alma. It's not for anything else. Okay. Love so, you too, Dad. <laughs> so, any business listening, 
Ask yourself, when someone makes a purchase, what else can you offer? And immediately you will increase your sales. The, the third uh, point that Jay Abraham makes is frequency. Make them buy more frequent. How do you do that? Well, you offer them to join a club, some sort of loyalty rewards club. For example, collect points. Uh, oh, if you like buy. What do you do with Gales? Yeah, for example, or you give them a, a small card. They, 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 they came in, they bought a sandwich, and you say, oh, here's a card. Every time you come in, okay, we, uh, uh, we punch a hole or we, uh, we stamp it, and after you get five stamps, you get your next sandwich for free. Like that makes them come back more frequently. So Genius, genius. So uh, when we start thinking, how can we get them back? More frequently, immediately we increase sales. Should we move on to our fourth and last riddle for this By episode? Golly, we should. Okay. So back to coaches. There's this very, uh, very good life coach, and he sells um, uh, coaching sessions for about a hundred pounds an hour. That's like a million quid in kid money. Yes, in kid money, that's... That's like a million a lot quid. Of, lots of money. But in adult money, it's like, okay. Not not more than okay. That's fine. Some people would be very happy to get a hundred uh, pounds that's an hour. Like a trillion, you're like Elon Musk with that, with that money an hour if you're a kid. Yes, yes. My God, I'm Elon Musk. Yes, that's the Elon Musk kid. No, but, but, there's, not a big, a, no, yes. but there's a big difference between like kid money and adult money right it is there is a big difference and they and give a kid a hundred pounds they think that it's tons of money okay but uh, okay moving on with question yeah well this guy this guy uh, his, name's Bert. his name is not Bert okay. but it starts with a Y and um, and uh, by the way when we get questions uh, feel free to say use my name and then we'll mention your name so uh, not Bert but no, not Bert. Okay. But it starts with a Y. Okay? Joseph. No. Okay. Moving on. Yes. So He is fully booked, but he's does fully, not... He's but, fully booked. But he does not want to raise the prices. He doesn't want to still... raise prices because he... he un, unlike the, the, uh, the artist uh, consultant, unlike her, he doesn't want to raise prices. He's happy with the price. What he's not happy with is that he's fully booked and he has reached... Uh, what's called a glass ceiling, meaning no he, more, too he, much stress. He, he he can't advance. He doesn't have more hours to give. In fact, he wants to work less hours and still make more money, but not charge his people more. So okay, what can what he do? A, okay, what does a life coach do? Well, a life coach meets with you, let's say once a week, and you talk about life and uh, he helps you become more effective, solve problems in your life. It's like a therapist. And it's one, it has to be one-on-one. -on -one. I didn't say that. Ah, oh, there's the good old loophole. No, um, <laughs> no, right. If it does not have to be one-on-one, -on -one, make a group. For example, instead of having it 100 quid Can I hour, make a note? Make it like 20 quid. Can I make a note? No, okay. okay. For anyone who wants to become a consultant, by the way, Alma here asked a very good, good question. She wanted to understand what he does, okay? And she, immediately she started questioning, does it need to be done that way? Go on. So instead of maybe charging it 100 quid an hour, you could charge it like less, significantly less, like 20 quid. 
that's big difference right there. And like do it in groups, do it in bigger groups. For example, like 10 people maybe, 20 if I'm, don't know how this group dynamic works, but whatever he thinks com comfortable, people don't have to pay more. He gets more money from it and even maybe a little less work for him and people still get to to have that experience. Maybe some people were like a little bit more comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a very good idea. And uh, what I would add to that, having uh, worked with groups many times, sometimes, especially coaches and consultants, sometimes they don't think they can get the same results in groups. But they can. But they can, and sometimes they even get better results. Well, you won't know until you try, will you? Yes. And sometimes you even get better results because that coach might say, well, we talk about personal stuff and people don't want to... Uh... Well, I'm not going to see this person again, am I? Yeah, you are. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, you are. But it, it, the coach may say, well... They're not significant uh... in your life, are they? Yeah, and the, fa and the fact like, is... If I, I do not care if a, ra a random guy like that I probably will not associate with again. Yeah. Yes, but even if you do care... The fact is that some people are happy to share even personal stuff. Some are happy to share. And, uh, and uh, more than that, sometimes when you meet others, just by listening to what they have to say, you can infer stuff about your own life. So it becomes even more effective when you are in group with others. So it's a very good idea to work with a group. What, 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 what other ideas? Smart gal. Um... You could hold events, like you do, for example. You do webinars, but that might not work in this specific situation. But Or maybe, oh, record things, like do, do kind of like videos saying, asking people questions. Do you think this is helpful? Why do you do this? It might be a little bit uh, less indirect, but if people can like see things online and like use So he can sell his, uh, his uh, coaching digitally yeah basically yeah you can sell a it can sell sessions I actually bought from a consultants who uh, who I'm learning from and have learned from I bought recordings of consulting sessions yeah of consulting sessions just listening to other people talk about their own businesses and I can sit there and say okay I'm learning from my own business and that yeah. same can be done with coaching so good do you have more ideas how he can make more money without charging more per hour. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'll give another one. And um, Did I mention holding events? Yes. I did mention that, didn't I? Yes. Your goal. Well, um, the third option the is, mighty third. is to train others in his oh, other people other people no, no, in no. in his particular type brand of coaching That's smart that is smart so he can first of all he can charge a lot more money for people to learn to be coaches in his ways in, in Why? his system if he's hiring them that would make they are paying again to be certified very similarly to oh the yeah, other yeah yeah i was thinking that like people are working for him they Why can work they? for him or they can be certified by him and then every time he refers someone to someone who was certified he gets paid he gets paid get but but he doesn't spend any time with them so oh, if he has finished. five coaches who has been who have been trained and they each uh, charge the same amount 
they still might pay him 20%, let's say 20 pounds, and um, uh, for anyone uh, who they coach and he makes money just based on that. That's, so that's a good investment, an, right? Yeah. And for anyone listening, thinking about their own business, we can always ask, well, if we have someone coming in and, and we don't have a place for them, or even we don't have anything to offer, can we recommend someone else who would solve their problem and get a referral fee for our recommendation? It's completely valid. And if we ask ourselves how, how we can do that, then obviously we can. So if we go back, the one who is consulting artists can get paid if, the, if she refers them to anyone, I don't know, selling art supplies, just as an example, okay? Uh, just This is just an example. It may not necessarily happen. Uh, if the uh, numerologist works with, um, with people studying numerology, they might want to study other things like, I don't know, astrology. They're a numerology expert. That's probably their thing. Like, you want to tell a rocket scientist to start, a rock scientist to start learning about bones, would you? I don't know. I don't know, but still... There is a lot of referrals going on, and uh, personally, as you know, Alma, I have made money referring people to other people, okay? So that's one of my sources of income rather than spending my own time. So I spend my time recommending, but then someone else does the heavy lifting of doing the, uh, the work. 10 out of 10. So Alma, let's wrap up. Famous last words? Nope. Nope? I'm good. <laughs> okay, I think you've used up all your words for tonight. Excuse you. <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed it. We we'll, have. We'll I be have. back. And you probably have. I'm awesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you can send, up, uh, send us our uh, uh, questions uh, via email or even small gifts. Uh, H-A-R-D-O-O. H-I. Wait, I know this one. H-I. H-A. R D O O F. You know what that is? Hardoof. H A R D O O F. You know what that means? Hardoof. Will you remember that, Dad? I don't think we've spelled it out enough. At, Should we sp- at gmail.com. Should we spell it one more time? Yes. H A R D O O F. The last time for life. Okay. All right. Thank you for listening Bye, to thank you. Little Me Business. We'll be back. We will.